0: Christmas A got a lot to say. On Thanks. all the things we go through within the day. Politics, dating, recipes, traveling. And yep, of course, I'm the karaoke queen. I take no L's. I'm always booking flights. Yeah. This is my lovely lunatic, lead your life. Kaboom, get two steps in the room. This is my lovely lunatic, lead your life. Kaboom, get two steps in the room. this is A. One. a-, S-A. a- Introducing the one, the only Mo Brown Sugar, and I'm so proud to say I've known her since we were tweens. This girl is the dopest. She's the bombest. She's doing it all. I can't wait for you guys to hear what she's done. Stay tuned for Mo Brown Sugar, y'all. Actress, dancer, manager, you name it. Mo Brown Sugar. Yes. Welcome to my lovely, romantic Leo life with the one and only Miss A. And I got my childhood friend. <laughs> hey, girl. Hi. Mo Brown.
1: Sugar, baby.
0: Mo Brown Sugar. Show some sugar. Oh, yes. She <laughs> bringing the energy and the sugars. Yes,
1: always.
0: All the time. Now, i like to say, me and her have known each other since we were tweens, okay? Yeah. Well. Tweens means in between. Probably 11 Probably I think 11 Our fathers used to work together At Black Enterprise So we used to go with them On a business trip So every time we we're On business trip She was like my bestie Every time yo, we were away okay. In Florida Most times Right a shenanigans. Always getting in trouble Yo I mean <laughs> We have stories for days And my brother was part of the crew Cause I had to bring him With me everywhere but I don't think your brother and sister were always with the, us. It was My brother always seemed to have to be there. Like, I always had to go with him. Well,
1: he's, he's only, like, well, how many years younger? He's
0: three years younger than yeah, me. Yeah, my
1: siblings are, like, six and nine. Okay,
0: that's why. Yeah. So we used to get in trouble. We we um, crashed a golf cart on a golf course in Miami or Florida. We was making phone calls to New York. And I remember back in the day, making calls over the state lines was, like, $1,000. All right? Yeah. Girl, we've ordered, I ordered breakfast for $40. My father still never let me forget it. Me and my brother, the youngest out, ordering $40 breakfast. Now, it's nothing. We can order $40 breakfasts. But, <laughs> yeah, so we've gotten into them when we were young. And then as we, we grew up, like, I think we were, like, 19. That was the last time we, started, we stopped traveling with them. Because I remember we were in Miami at 19 with my cousin Charles and my brother. I remember that. So that was it and she's been doing her thing we used to go to entrepreneur conferences and she took a lot from it because she is an entrepreneur herself me on the other hand i wasn't really paying attention i fall asleep in class i was not beat but now look who's winning and who's not okay you're
1: winning <laughs> i'm on your team. <laughs> right right <Hey. laughs> and she got a lot to say
0: i got a lot to say <laughs> but I ain't making money like shoot not yet put it into existence Coming. It's coming. The show,
1: this is like, I received it. Starts. It just
0: started. It, you mm-hmm. Right? We're only in the seventh episode. It just started. It's coming. But you, we're going to talk about everything you've been doing. we got to give you your flowers because you are so dope. You got a lot going on. You have web series. You are managing artists. You are a choreographer, an actress, a dancer. What am I missing?
1: Sugar Productions has been in full effect. She has her own
0: production company. <sighs> <laughs>
1: Film and entertainment company. Yes, it
0: has been a lot. You are doing so well, and you know, like I'm not going to put you on blast. But for somebody who's dope as hell, has a dope personality, is funny and hilarious, and is so confident on stage, you seem scary a little bit to do to show your 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 talent. Like what? Right here, right now? No, not now. On on social media. We, I'm not going to get into it, but you know what I'm talking about. Like, you need to stop thinking and just do it. Post all the shit that you're doing on social media. (laughs) Like, brag about it, show off. Like, it's not even showing off because you're not doing it maliciously. You're just proud of what you do, and you need to showcase it. Everybody needs to see what you, how you are, and what you're doing because you are doing phenomenally great. Like, I'm so proud of you. I'm so happy to say I know more brown sugar. Okay. Thank you. <laughs>
1: no, I, I really appreciate it, and I'm receiving it. I am.
0: Good Full
1: throttle. Good. I, I just, I do think that for me, I am. I've never been, how you know, people. I've never been like a bragger or anything like that. So I don't know. Sometimes I feel like, okay, am I? could be doing the most because I'm not quiet <laughs> right like, she's not quiet
0: and she's-, she's extra
1: <laughs> can you turn it down like 10
0: <laughs> <laughs> no if anyone tells you to turn it down you tell them to go away
1: uh-uh, turn it up or not right
0: if they say turn it down turn it up two notches yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> three, three. <laughs> ain't nobody telling us to turn shit <laughs> me and her are extra as hell okay and when we're together we're gonna act up no one's gonna yeah. tell us anything like they we're entertaining people what what <laughs> What you got to tell us?
1: I love it. So yes, where do we begin?
0: I want to start with um, Sugar Productions because you have a whole production company. Okay, Tyler Perry, watch out now. Okay, (laughs) okay. You got a whole production company with web series and what else? You you do commercials, you do voiceovers, like everything I wanted to do, you've been doing. You know what I mean? And so I just want people to know, like. More, we're going to promote everything you're doing first of all. So let's talk about Sugar Productions.
1: Yes, well, Sugar Productions is a film and entertainment company founded in 2010. When, so in 2008, I'll say that's when the stock market crashed. I remember I was, I had come off tour uh, with the Classical Theater of Harlem and I was doing, you know, promotional modeling, brands. What was it? Brand ambassador stuff, mm-hmm. you know. And I remember standing in front of like one of the luxury cars that we were promoting, and I just saw everybody coming out with their ties, like it was just, just disheveled or whatever you call it. And I was like, What is going on? Stock market crash? I'm like, Oh, that, you mean, know, I'm on young. Right. <laughs> I'm on Wall Street. This is crazy. And then Broadway shows shut down. Damn. And then theater companies were shutting down. And movies weren't doing as well. And so a lot of my friends ended up without jobs, without opportunities. And I was like, how can I be of service? How can I use my skill set to create opportunities for people? Mm -hmm. And I did a silent film with an old friend of mine. And we called it an experimental short and it won a film festival. Wow! As a a director. And I was like, wow! I'm it. <laughs> for real, for real. So I just decided to get the LLC going, and then I started doing uh, corporate videos for the what is it, New York City bridges and tunnels and all of that. And I was like, oh, you're smart. Wow! Like, you're smart, smart. Like you're not a dumb dancer. Like, you're not a dumb performer. Like you got this. And since then, we just kept winning, film festivals
0: and doing all kinds of stuff. And I just kept going. Wow. So that's how it started, just because people needed it. Yeah. And you just kept going. That's amazing. That's so dope to know that you, it's like you contributed to the fuckery that was, the stock market crash. (laughs) (laughs) You know, you probably, did you hire some of your friends that were, not hired, but did they help you with your production? Um,
1: Yes. I had friends and I have some family. Um, I have I actually had a family member that told me that I shouldn't call it Sugar Productions because uh it's urban and no white people are gonna wanna work with me.
0: Mm. So
1: So then I hired all white people. <laughs> yes <laughs> I hired all white people. And after I experienced it I was like, Hey, I gotta help on. I gotta yeah. have money. come on come on, come on over. And so um, now, you know, we have everyone. We have Asians, we have and you? we have, we have everyone. Wow. Yeah, like, even from
0: Prague, you name it, we're, we, we have. And you have fans all over the world. You have a fan specifically in Japan. Korea. Korea. Yo, you got fans all over the world. They know who Sugar Production is. They know who Mo Brown Sugar is. Like, come on, this is a huge. And you're on my show. <laughs> you guys, it's going to be a lot of this fake crying and hugging and kissing today. Okay, so just get used to it. <laughs> yeah. i'm really i know i'm so excited that you actually came all the way from brooklyn to come all the way over here it wasn't innovative. it wasn't it's not bad it's not it's pretty easy yeah so you warm
1: i am warm but i had a sip of wine
0: so oh yes <laughs> unwind unwind oh wo- wo-
1: wo- 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 run. <laughs> Oh, wow wait,
0: oh. Run. <laughs> yeah oh okay um, now also, we want to talk about okay, so you know, I should have done my research, but I know, I know it, so it's like I, You've the name, right? Know. right. Yeah. So, your showcase that you used to do with uh, my check Wednesday, she used to have a showcase, it was like once a month or every Wednesday. Right.
1: So, My Chuck Wednesdays, we did once a month. Mm-hmm. The show is actually, uh, we are working on bringing it back. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. DJ Spinfo now has his own lounge, so... Oh, dope. So, that's where you can that's do it?
0: Yeah.
1: So, My Chuck Wednesdays, mastering individual creativity. We had artists from all over the place come to perform. Live bands, singers, dancers, comedians. Mm-hmm. It was amazing. We were a top show in New York City. And, yeah... I have to clap because to be to be an African American woman working with two males in a male dominated industry <laughs> of course was extremely difficult. Like you know, and you, you had the masculine I, I'll say masculine energy or just like the alpha male. Mm-hmm. So to have to be able to speak up as a person that's like 5'3". Five <laughs> Petite. Right. And everybody's looking at you like still it I'm like yeah, I here. <laughs> yeah, so it was it was a lot of challenges, you know, with that and you know making sure you keep your, your team tight. But it was it, it's it's a great experience. And y'all
0: had it for a few years. It wasn't yeah. nothing.
1: So well My Check Wednesdays was one of the shows that I was hosting. So I was hosting a lot of concerts in New York City and Stan Party House, Highland Ballroom, Yo, you name it, I, like,
0: there's so many places. You're going to hear applause all motherfucking night,
1: okay? Hey. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I love hosting.
0: Yeah, and I want to get into hosting, too, and sometimes, like, when I practice in my house, I'm, like, doing the best hosting job. But then when I get in front of a crowd sometimes, I'm just like... <sighs> <laughs> no, you do well, because you do a lot of karaoke. I do. Well, see, the music gets me going. But I hosted a fashion show recently. Um, and so everything I practiced that I would do, I didn't do when I was there. I was just like, hey, guys, check out my podcast. You know, talking about my podcast. I introduced a few people, but I didn't feel like I had the confidence that I usually would have. You know what I mean? Well, it's so a some, skill set. It is okay, a skill set.
1: And, you know, you have to work at it. You know, the more. I mean, everybody thinks that they can just, you know start at it but you know you have to work on it. You got speech speech, voice and diction, mm-hmm. you know how to channel your energy, how to read the crowd. Like it's 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 something that you have to work on. Yeah, it doesn't just happen overnight, so it's okay. Take your time. I'm gonna take
0: my time because I know I could be a great host. Like I've hosted events where I did great jobs, but then I've had days where I was just like, "I could have done better." You know, so I know I could do it. How did you get into voiceovers? For people who want to do voiceovers, like is that something that's difficult to get in? Is it like a major? uh, Is there too many people that's in it already? The same people they use, or how's that go? No, well, voiceover
1: agencies. Well, I got into voiceovers. in 2006 mm-hmm. I, My mentor at the time Is Chris Mercado Who is the program director of WDLS He One day So we had a show called Live from the Yard It was a show where we hosted concerts for Sororities and fraternities mm-hmm. And it was a term. When I tell it you we like was it. at Club Amazora Like we were blazing <laughs> <laughs> Okay So one day he was like, hey, we have a voiceover to do for Foxy Brown. She has a new album coming out. And he was like, you wanna do it? And I was like, okay. Oh, yeah. And he was like, it's 350. And I was like, it's 350, okay. I thought it was gonna be like a lot. And it was literally like, a of four sentences. So, um, he put on the music. And then he was like, so you're going to, that's what the music is going to be. So we just need you to have energy like you're hosting the show. So I was like, Foxy Brown's back for her new debut album. Yo, I, I, I was just going in. And he was like, perfect. I was like, okay, so keep going. Let's do two more takes. And I was like, oh, okay. And then he was like, cool. I think it was like the next week I got handed the check. And I was like, oh.
0: Woo! for Foxy Brown back okay. in the day. That was that was, that was was the first one. And the second one was, um. was it, Chris? Brown. Yeah, uh, and and then and you what? Know, I carry? Like, what? I never even knew all of this. Yeah, really? I
1: thought you know I'm, I'm trying to post it, but just gonna, I just feel like you guys can go look it
0: up. You know? We can't. I mean, they can. I need to know this from your mouth. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, can, like, wow. So that's how you started on people's albums.
1: Right, because I was in radio. So I was on DCAP, which is the Brooklyn Community Access Television, which is now called Brick Arts Media. So that's the local station in Brooklyn. Okay. And just doing, you know, the radio there and making sure I saved all of my radio shows. Wow. And I used wow. to go back and listen to myself and, you know, study. How can I sound better? And, and I don't mean better as in, uh, you know, how some people compare themselves, but how can I sound more engaging? I love the mystery behind the voice.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So
1: that's how I know I like coming the radio. Like, no, <laughs> no.
0: You got too much going on none right now. Media. But that's,
1: yeah, that's how I started. So my first one was for a Foxy album. See, now when people do stuff, they just be doing it, doing it. But it was a huge deal in 2000. Hell it. yeah,
0: that's a big deal.
1: Um, actually, that was my second. My first one was for the Women of Power Summit from Black Enterprise. And I did not realize. I knew the magnitude of it then, but when you're around, when you're around other people that just, you know, see you as, you know, oh, you're just no, yeah, they don't, they don't. So and
0: so's daughter,
1: right? They didn't make (laughs) make me feel like it was a big deal, so I didn't take it as a big deal. So you know, now I'm like,
0: that's huge. Back then. Oh my. Yo, God. you've been doing it. You've been doing it. And that's great that you're still going cuz there's so much that happens in the industry that can knock people down. So the fact that you've been doing it for over a decade is like
1: 20, 20
0: years. 20 years, two decades. And you sticking with it. And we'll
1: say, we'll say this. So I've been performing for longer than that. Like my first I say my first official step into performing professionally was a lens practice commercial that my family had taken me on for an
0: audition. Wow. And
1: yeah, <laughs> and so
0: you know. Lenscrafted? Weren't you in the Lion King? Why did I feel like you were in the Lion King? No,
1: I was not in the Lion King. But I could have been in a lot of a lot of shows, but I would have probably died from not having enough time to sleep.
0: <laughs> Pro- yeah, <laughs> I see it. You would have been overworked back then.
1: I was I was overworked. Um, 2019. Damn. Had it. A- Hey, need to write down. It's
0: not good. See, and that's another thing we need to discuss too because everybody wants to get into industry people want to go viral like the things that we've gone through now it's easy, well not easy because I still haven't gone viral but people go viral and they get discovered we have worked and we've Processed. We've done all the hard shit that it is to get. Like, we are at the point where now we will receive the blessings from everything we've done in the past. You know, and people now it's easy or people think it's so easy just to be discovered. It just takes the one right person to discover you or it takes the one right place to be at at the right time. You know, now it's just Instagram. You can do whatever, do something dumb as hell and go viral and be discovered. But like we have worked on this craft for years. She's been in 20 years in multiple different crafts.
1: Yeah. I am a professional voiceover artist, professional host, film director, producer, singer, and dancer.
0: My friend is so dope. Let's let's just call it, I'm a business woman. Yeah. You are boss as bitch. Period. Period. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to hit it so hard, though. I get so (laughs) (laughs) stuck.
1: Not because I've been working horrible, but I think that... Now, I'm, I'm able to see... I work with intention, and I think there were a lot of people that thought that I was... You know, when I released Hating on Love, the music project, mm. it was pop rock. And, you know, I got a lot of slack from people because I was a black girl in pop rock. But my intention was to learn everything that I could learn in having a band in performing on tour and creating costumes and doing all those things so that I can develop sugar productions to manage these artists. Mm-hmm. So, you know, of course people don't know your intention. People don't know that I was working hard to build this. How can I say it? Because everybody's just everybody. empire. I was thinking that. But
0: a I, a conglomerate?
1: Amazingness. this amazingness. You know, from, from more than just Me being in front of the camera because I, I although I love being in front of the camera, there's just something magical about me being able to capture someone else. So behind the scenes, I like to bring out the best in people. Mm. I like, I I don't know, I just love it. (laughs) I, I
0: just, I just love it. That's your. (laughs) So it's like you know your purpose in life. You feel? Do you feel like that's your purpose to help people find their happiness on camera, or is it for you to be on the camera? Like, what do you feel like now?
1: I feel like I'm just living throughout my heart. I don't, I don't know, I stop putting labels on those things. Okay. And I just literally do what I feel.
0: That's good. What makes you happy? And it yeah. makes other people happy. That's how you know you have a pure heart. When you're doing something that makes you feel good, and makes other people feel good. You're not doing it maliciously. You're doing it even to help others and it makes you feel good. That's that's beautiful. Like
1: I think I'm I think I'm getting emotional because you know when you do when you do interviews or just talk to other people, I, I never I never pull back who I am, uh, but I feel like you there are certain things that you you can talk about or that you stop yourself from talking about. So to be able to have you go full throttle and. You know, talk about everything. It, it is emotional. So when you think about all the things that I've gone through to get here, it's really, I'm, I'm mad that I'm crying right now. Don't be mad, girl. Let it out. Let it out. So it's a so happy fear. It's, it's not, a, yeah.
0: Right, right.
1: We had that earlier.
0: <laughs> we ain't doing that today.
1: <laughs> it's easy. Play my oh,
0: I'm <laughs> playing the harp for you.
1: <laughs> I don't have my tissue.
0: Oh, man. It's okay.
1: I'll just,
0: I'll just use my, my denim. You take that up. Well, no, I'm glad that you're being open and transparent because, you know, sometimes people don't know what it really takes and how much of a toll it takes on people. So I'm glad that this is happy tears that you're crying, but I, you've been through a lot. Like Doing this, you lose friends, you lose family. Like, honestly, I've been doing radio for almost 20 years, and not once has my father really supported it because i never got paid he needs to but he never it's because i don't get paid for it so he always thought i was wasting my time you know my my mom she always would listen you know even if it was something she didn't want to hear she might preach about it but she would always listen when she can my cousin charles he listens as much as he can my brother sometimes i know he's busy but i know he has other things to do but sometimes it's still not the full support my father I mean, one time he's like, "Why should I listen? You don't even get paid for it." And it's like I've been doing it free for so long, and I feel like my time is coming now. But it's just like I never had the support, but I always had it in my heart to do it. So it was like I never cared that he didn't. Li- I mean, it hurt me sometimes. So
1: she but- was the intern on the Wendy Williams show, right? And you, you've had it in your heart. Like when that happened, did were they supportive of you then?
0: No, my mom was. She was like, you know what? She, my mom didn't want me working for Wendy in the first place. She was like, she's so evil and she's treating you this way. But now this this woman, my mother, wa- was watching Wendy's show like every day telling me what happened. I'm like, ma, you are not supposed to be watching her show. Okay, I don't want to hear what she's talking about. Well, she's no, she's too... I was like, all right, whatever. I just, I let her have it. But, you know, like they were... When that happened to me, my mother was pissed. Like she was mad as hell when Wendy talked her shit about me on the air. But
1: Your name came up, like,
0: a lot. uh, It it did come up a lot. And you know what's crazy? Back then, I didn't realize it. Because I was interning for her and babysitting her son and tutoring for her, that's why I thought she would bring me on. But I know now that she probably saw something in me. And she might have felt threatened. Because actually, Trev Hollywood was her um, engineer or producer. He produced my first uh, air, air track. What do you call it? Um, radio demos. Okay, he produced my first air check, and I feel like she heard it. Even though this shit was crap, it was my first air check. It was terrible. I feel like she heard it, and after she heard it, she that's when she started. Treating me like shit. So I feel like she might have saw a potential in me before I even saw potential in me, you know? This is Wendy. I was happy to work for her. I was happy to take the shit that she put me through. But the final straw was her talking her shit, saying she's gonna have me black, blacklisted from radio. She said, spread lies, saying I try to sleep with Charlemagne. Wait, hold on. I, I, I can't do this. Char- I did a play with Charlemagne, so. You did? hi Charlemagne. Charlemagne. No, I'm trying to get in touch with Charlemagne. Like, Charlemagne, you know she did me dirty. You need to Char- help me out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've been tagging him on all my podcasts like, He's just, he's just dizzy he's right now, so busy He's very busy, I know, CNC, I know. My dad was actually on his show twice Like in 2020
1: Yeah, we did uh, Ain't, Supposed to, I to Ain't Supposed to Die after that. Oh. It was Melissa um, Ford's play Okay Melissa Ford produced a play For vixens who committed suicide When the rainbow was enough.
0: Wow, I never heard of that
1: Yeah, uh, we did the play after I, look, should, we get,
0: should we keep going? I know. I was like, "What's this noise?"
1: <laughs> so I played a prostitute on tour, and man, I would suck my fingers good. I would on the stage. all that stuff. And so uh, they asked, they asked me to do the the Vixens play, and I did the victim's play. Another person. Um, who did it? So it was Melissa Ford, Charlemagne. Well, Okima Timor is a producer too. She did it the year after I did it. But there were so many beautiful women that that was a part of the play. And Charlemagne is a good actor.
0: I never knew he acted. I never knew that. People
1: don't know that, but he's
0: a good actor. Wow. (laughs) So, Charlemagne, what's up, yo? He Charlemagne did this
1: play right after he left the Wendy show. So, this was in 2009, I think. All right. Yeah.
0: Wow. See, it's six degrees of separation. Like, I Charlemagne, I don't know. It was so long ago. This was like 2005, 2006. Mm-hmm. But he would know who I am, maybe, if he saw me. Yeah, I sure. remember I one did. time he said I was one cheeseburger away from being... Stop obese. it. We cannot do this. <laughs> I was like, I Charlemagne. Charlemagne, really? No. Sh- <laughs> no, I wasn't mad. I thought no, it was funny, but, it. but he did oh, talk man. his shit about me or whatever. But um, I remember I was... Because I been tagging him on my podcast, right? So, one of the Facebook messages I saw in 2010, I hit him up to come out to karaoke with me, and he's like, okay, I'm going to check it out. Of course, he didn't come, but that was, like, the last correspondence I had with him in 2010.
1: Yeah, and he, I think, he, and he's not like that I think, I, I know for sure that he was working and going to, you know, that was right before 105. Yeah. So... He's busy.
0: I know he's busy. I know he got a lot going on. But, Charlemagne, you didn't forget who Adrian is. I I wasn't Miss A back then. I was Adrian Aquae. Miss A is who I am now. So, (laughs) Rummy, because if you started the rumor about me and Wendy, you owe me something, okay? The producer of the... So, she's at Essence now. But one of the producers, her name is Carolina. Yasmine Ramos. She she was Wendy's producer
1: for 10 years. She's one of my like, close friends. So. I she can't might find not. Her. I was with Nathan.
0: She might not have been there when I was there, though, because I don't remember. No, 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 no. no. Just, I knew Taryn. Okay, so, so with her TV or bring the chair mm-hmm. in here. Oh, <laughs> okay. okay Alright, so uh we I know, I was like, uh so we worked with Charlemagne, I've worked with Charlemagne. That's so cool, I didn't know that.
1: Yeah. This was two thousand nine, uh, and it was it was a great experience. You know. Although I think everybody was trying to figure it out, so nobody was like really, really close to each other. Okay. We were just we were passionate about the craft
0: Okay, that's, You know that's we're,
1: we're living in a time right now where There's not much passion It's more for likes And more for people to just want to be Known or loved yeah. So the the craft Of you know Radio, the craft of acting The craft, the craft of all of it, it's, it's a little different Very now. different I think that's why it's important for Me as a performance coach and with Sugar Productions to really do artist development. Mm-hmm. A lot of these artists are not developed in the right ways. And and, and I'll, I'll use this as an example. If they're in a show and the show doesn't go as they like, the depression, the suicide rate is through the roof! Really? Oh my God! If some if, if they don't do well on a show, or if somebody doesn't like it, they think they're the most horrible person, and it's like, when did we get here? <laughs>
0: soft as hell right
1: Damn. so you know and it's it's a lot of work you know
0: it does take a lot of work i think cuz people are so used to Seeing people do things on social media and it looks so easy, and so they don't know what really goes behind the hard work of honing your craft. Right,
1: There's hours of you know rehearsals, and then rest is just as
0: important. No one's really taught me how to rest. Like you said, you you went through a lot health-wise because you were always on the go, on the go. Like, do you want to talk about it? Are you okay? So, go. <laughs> nope.
1: Well, first first we'll talk about the. The actual mental breakdown that I, that, listen, it can happen to anybody. It can happen to anybody. And I'm not saying, because I, I didn't, I don't have, um, thank God I don't have mental health issues. I was saddened because I was overworking myself. And then one day I looked at my walls and I had nothing on my walls. And I had all of these playbills and all of these programs and the shows that I've done. And they were locked in a bin in the back of my closet. And I have to ask myself, why do I have these things locked in the back of my closet? Mm -hmm. Well, because I had, we'll say, you know, family members or friends, because they don't feel like you are, you know, Denzel or whoever they, which these people are like 20 years older than me. (laughs) That's crazy. Because they feel like you're not there, that you ain't shit. And that's not what it is. That's so
0: messed up, y'all. So
1: when I started taking out all this stuff, I was like, why did I do this to myself? I've been asking God for so much. And asking God, give me this, give me that, give me this." And then I had to say, How can I expect all these things where I'm not even being grateful for what I'm saying?
0: you got be? Right. Because of family members and friends. Yo, family oh, members yeah. can really be can really stop you from your greatness if you allow it. Mm-hmm. Because We always think that family members are supposed to support us and we're supposed to do what the family wants us to do. But sometimes they don't know what's best for you. They don't know that you being an entertainer could be healing for you. You know what I mean? They just expect certain... Like you said, if you're not Denzel, they're not going to support you. If I'm not getting paid, my father's not going to listen to my shit. But I still, we still have the drive in us. We still keep going. We didn't give up because this is what we were meant to do. You know what I mean? So
1: I did have my family support for, for 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 a
0: number. You did? Yeah, because they were. I had them
1: in the show. Go ahead. Um,
0: my family don't come to events. Like, my cousin Charles would probably be the only one who would come to events, if he could, you know. And and when I say events, I mean, like, karaoke. I love karaoke. <laughs> but I do it, like, on a grand scale, you know. It's, like, huge performances. So, my cousin would always try to go whenever he could. My brother never really made it. Um, my mom...
1: But I think I had the understanding from when I was, like, in elementary school that I'm here for my purpose and for me. So it didn't really matter. Mm. It didn't really matter. <laughs> like, it mattered for me to be there, but I felt like it wasn't going to stop me because I knew, I knew that I had, it's like, if I say, okay, this floral bouquet is, like, $25. And then I'm with two friends and say, no, that's too much. And I'm like, well, which I want it? charge $25. I feel like I'm worth $25. So that's what it's going to be. So I knew from when I was younger that they
0: weren't going to be my target audience. Wow. And that's big to know that because someone like me, who's different now, I wanted to please my family. You know what I mean? And the fact that you didn't care because you knew what you were worth, like at a young age, that is important because even now people that are our age or grown in their twenties or thirties, they just trying to please other people in life instead of doing what's best for them. So,
1: but you know the black enterprise, the black enterprise events that we would go to, that I was paying attention. to. <laughs> other paying attention I was
0: falling asleep to. in class. I was cold as hell all the time. Like yeah, the AC on full black. Always.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I, you know, I, I listened, and but I'm also we're Jamaican, so coming from look. Coming from the soil <laughs> of Jamaica, you know, where you have to build a roof and, you know, you're you're washing yourself outside, and experiencing that, and then coming to the States and seeing meat packaged in, you know, a wrap, you're like, oh, wow.
0: Wait, you were born in Jamaica? No.
1: Oh. When, but I went to Jamaica when I was five months, okay. and then... You know, I went to school there. When they beat me, I said, listen. <laughs> not doing this. Nope. You got me nope. in Jamaica. The lady told me to say my alphabet. I will never forget it. St. Mary Elementary. Right? Primary. Primary school. That's what we call it. St. Mary Primary. The teacher said, say your alphabet. And I was like no, like, you know, I'm trying to be old. I was five, like, bitch, let to say alphabet, and I didn't want to, I'm sure that, you know, the kids started snickering, because I didn't have a hardcore Jamaican accent, Mm -hmm. so she kept telling me to say it, and when I was like, no, she got to switch and hit me. Yo, I ran out of school, ran down the hill, ran down the road. I knew from when I was five, I'm not no punk. Like, this is not happening. Like, Wait, you ran away from school? I did. I never went back. My grandma was think you're no of
0: Oh, so your grandma didn't beat you when you got home?
1: Definitely. I ran into the house. Oh,
0: my uh, goodness. I, you know, the dogs were barking. <laughs> come
1: on, my mom, Come on, my mom.
0: I was like, oh my god. I <laughs> <A> five years old. <laughs> I'm not going
1: to beat you. I'm not going to beat you. I'm like, you
0: to beat me. <laughs> <"We'll barker." laughs> I came out. I got beat. But she never let me go back. Well, that's good. At least she, did for- <laughs> At least she yeah. didn't get beat and get forced to go back to school yeah. and get beat again. But, you know,
1: I think my grandmother knew that I was a strong
0: one. I mm. think she
1: knew. I think she knew. And maybe she cared a lot because I think any other parent would have been like, go back.
0: Yeah. How did you not go back?
1: I was, you know, I guess I guess
0: I was kind of smart. Yeah, well, my parents are from Ghana, and I didn't live in Ghana as a child because I don't think I would survive that anyway. But uh <laughs> we were still taught certain ways. But as far as entrepreneurship, like I had a lemonade stand probably once when I was a kid. That was the most I was gonna do. Like, oh wait, this is too tough. No one's coming over here. F this, forget it. <laughs> F this, and my lemonade. Like that was it. I never really cared to have. My own business. I didn't know what I wanted to do. It wasn't until college that I, just, I decided to do radio. So it was like I didn't know. I knew I wanted to be in the entertainment somehow, but I just didn't see how being an entrepreneur would help me in the entertainment business. But now,
1: oh, that's interesting. I knew that I wanted to be bossy when well, we went to those events and they were in red carpet. It was red carpet and taking pictures, and I was like, "Whose event is this? Where is this? That's what I want." Wow. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I just knew. But I also think that I had, m- my dad used to instill in me when I was a little girl, he used to go like this, like, and say, you're special, you're unique, hmm. nobody is like you. Yeah, there's a, a lot of people, but everybody is unique within themselves. And whatever you do, whatever you bring to the world is going to be special because it's coming from you. We all have different fingerprints, so what you can bring to the world is not what the next person can, and vice versa. So I think with him telling me that, that just and from young, mm-hmm. you know, so That's good. it was just it was just instilled in me then, That's you know. Good. So and then also just being I don't know being a loud mouth I always always got in trouble in
0: school me too always and I was not a good student I hated school (laughs) my father was a math genius I tell my friends all the time I remember one time he sat with a belt at the dinner table <laughs> with me trying to finish my homework and I it was math problem word math word problem I hated word. my father was a math genius yeah. I'm a dummy in math and it was like fifth grade mm-hmm. he really sat there and threatened to beat my ass if I wouldn't answer so I was just like ah, I don't want to get the wrong answer I would just be sitting there looking at this the paper like okay is he really gonna beat me am I
1: gonna oh I have two I don't want to say it. it. was The person was close. Like, there's no hope for her. She's just stupid. Oh, oh She said that to you? Yeah, it was a guy. Oh, he said yeah, yeah, uh, that was one of my uncles. Uh, Not uh, my uncle. people. Uh, 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 damn. I just, like, there's no hope for her. She's dumb. Uh, I just wasn't good at math, man. Me neither. I hated
0: math. I was good at Y'all English. Math, and
1: math. Math. I don't know how to count the numbers.
0: Well, if it's like this... Yeah, I, mm-hmm. I can tell you invoice. Thank you. That's the only math I could do. Word problems? I don't need to know this word problems. I just need money in my hand and count that shit. That's it. Damn.
1: So, yeah, it was uh, being young. Just being introduced to having self-confidence young, I think that that's what helped me.
0: That is very important because I had no self-confidence when I was young. Mm. Like... I don't think we even really talked about it with my family. You know, it's not like I was bullied in elementary school. It wasn't until... That's
1: so interesting because when we were together, you were so vibrant and free and you would wear your bathing suits and I would would be so small and so little. Right,
0: my tall ass. And I loved it. But you know what it is? It's because, like with my friends, I was good, but at school, in elementary school... Maybe middle... I think middle school is when I started to come out my shell. Because I was also in sports. So people I was in sports with, I was going to school with. So I could be silly. I was, you know, bullied in elementary school. But I think middle school is when things started to change. And that's when I started to come into myself. I still didn't know I was going to be this the goofy person. it' does not matter at all. Because mm-hmm.
1: look at this. I am all of 5'3". And I'm telling you, there was one person who tried to bully me. One. Mm. And when I I took my knuckle and I <laughs> knocked her back and I ain't never been bullied
0: to and look at you saying bullied and look I was That's tall crazy. big girl being bullied not big but just tall I was always tall Yeah, bullied because I was black I grew up in a white neighborhood or white Spanish Indian Philippine whatever It wasn't a lot of black. I was probably, it was like probably three black kids in my whole elementary school. So I remember in third grade, I was called corroded. I didn't even know what the hell corroded is. How did they know what corroded is? But I was called that. Like I was called all types of stuff because I was black. So, and so I used to grow up thinking I was black and I was ugly. I used to want my name to be Tiffany, you know? Yeah, girl. I used to want to be called Tiffany. And I just hated being dark skin and growing up where I was growing I was sad about it and at 14 years old I tried to commit suicide at 14 but that not because of that I was starting to get a little popular but it was because I felt like I would never have a boyfriend I always liked the white boys the white boys never liked me back you know what I'm saying? <laughs> they never liked me back like no boys like me it wasn't until I was 16 I had my first boyfriend he was Spanish and he loved me actually like that was my first love but I was girl, my I like I don't think I had a good childhood. So for me to be the way I am now and it's extra awesome. and loving myself, this is why when people say I'm conceited, I'm like you don't know what it took for me to get here. So if you call me conceited, I don't care. I feel like maybe it's something you're working on yourself that you wish you were conceited like me. But now it's like I have every right to feel the way I do about myself because I used to hate myself growing up, you know. So I'm glad that you were you grew up with confidence and you were, you know, like, your parents instilled in you.
1: I, I also feel like I had no choice, though, because my parents were corporate. Mm-hmm. So it was like, if you're going to go, I used to have conversations with myself, like, you're going to have to be a hustler because... Your, your parents are not going to provide for you. Mm. I, I remember I worked at a... It was a entertainment law firm. I remember it was Faith Evans, um lawyer. Oh, my God. Londell. It was L. Londell McMillan PC. He was a PC. That was L. Londell McMillan PC. He was one of the top entertainment lawyers. And I was 18, and I had just graduated, actually... Uh, yeah, I just graduated. And my dad was like, you're going to work at the insane law firm. And I was like, okay. Why? Going out of my suit. <laughs> my first day, I called him and I was like, daddy, um, this is not going to work. <laughs> like I told him. And Why? he was like, all right, we're going to figure something out. That's all he said. And from then, any little job that I could do, I did. I swear to God, I, eat, I bagged Legos. It's in actually season one of Mo Brown's Davis. I bagged Legos. I sold chocolates. I, you know, I was a brand ambassador.
0: I. So, wait, you didn't want to work at the law firm because it was the working for somebody else? Or it was the way they were treating you, or what? It was just real corporate. Yeah, it wasn't it was just worth it. Stuffy. Mm. So, you would have rather do the other stuff you were doing instead of being.
1: Yeah, because I was. So, I was a choreographer. <coughs> I was a choreographer, and I was like this is what I love to do. Like, I love choreographing and producing. Like, I love putting stuff together. And when I was teaching at the Jackie Robinson Center, I was thinking to myself, corporate or dance? And then when you have families that are corporate that tell you that there's no money in art, there's no money in mm. this, you, you sort of set your brain to say, okay, if they don't think I'm going to make money in this, how can I make them believers? Or I'm just going to have to do me and figure it out.
0: Wow, that's big.
1: Yeah, i didn't. The only person that was in entertainment was my aunt, and she was dancing. That was it. Mm. So I knew when I was
0: younger that I was going to have to make a way for myself. I See, I was... I never thought... Like, my father... Now that I think about it, I guess we were, like, babied or... I didn't think I would struggle growing up. You know what I mean? Like I thought I would be fine, and um, you know what I mean? Like I would. You know. it, it's the opposite. It's the opposite. <laughs> it's I didn't Girl, like you on your
1: own? Oh shoot!
0: <laughs> Damn.
1: What you mean you don't have tuition for me?
0: See, and my dad paid my tuition. And what I do? I fucked up. I wasn't going to school yeah, classes. I dropped like a zero. <laughs> I got
1: dropped like
0: at zero. Wow.
1: Yeah. I had to figure it out. My I had gotten sick my freshman year in college. And this is not to bash, you know it's not a bash him. Of course that. not. Um I I think what happened was my ex boyfriend bought me a, a rabbit, like a pet rabbit, and I didn't know that I was allergic to the pet. <laughs> So, I kept having, like, all these allergies. And then, you know, my mom had a carpet. So, my head was getting stuck. So, I go to the doctor and they give me amoxicillin or penicillin. I didn't know I was allergic to penicillin. Oh, my God. So, when I had this crazy breakout, I was missing so many days of my second semester of my freshman year. And my dad said, I'll pay your tuition if you have a GPA over 2.5. And it was a 2.3. And... He paid for my tuition Damn. and I had to figure my shit out. So I worked two jobs and I went to school taking 23 credits. I would never advise that to for yeah, anyone.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's a lot. I would
1: never advise anyone to do that. I've been overworking myself from day one and I would never
0: advise anybody to do that. Mm-mm. See, and I'm... I don't know if it's laziness with me, but it's like I've vowed to never overwork myself for anybody or even anything or even myself because I feel like rest is so important and you need that mindset. If you overwork yourself, you, you you have no health and you have you can't do anything. And then all that hard work you're doing could go to waste because you could end up in a hospital or dead from overworking yourself. So you're not going to enjoy the fruits of your labor. And that's
1: exactly what I
0: See? And you, now you've learned to slow down and take care of yourself first. This is why I didn't want to ask you to do my website because I'm like, you have a lot on your plate already. And I know we discussed the website for me, but I was like, you already have a lot on your plate. I don't want to add to it. You know what I mean? And I didn't know what I wanted really but I, but either. But I
1: also feel like you, you probably don't know what you want because, well, when you, you got to meet the right people because they can show you examples of what you want. Yeah. Or they can pull out things from you so that your mind can focus on or, or get to what it is that you want. So even if I'm not actually doing it, I feel like the the platform that you have here can help people. And thats I, I'm, I'm big on mentorship. I'm big on, you know, bringing out the best of people. Mm-hmm. So if I can't do it, I'm going to say I can't do it. I'm going to say no. Like, I have no problem with saying no. Okay, oh, good. That's good. <laughs> no problem with saying no. Um, the people pleaser has left the building. Applaud <laughs> we that. We're not going to that shit. No. It is a thing of the past. But yeah, you shouldn't have said that on your show. Just to let you know. You're professional so. what I say? So, no, to do the website.
0: MLB. Oh. Yeah. Are you gonna edit this? Yeah. Oh. Okay. So I can take that out.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Talk on. Though.
0: I hope I don't forget. Um, I'm not gonna forget. I'm gonna
1: remind
0: but, her. Yes, please. Yeah. So I gotta cut all this shit out. All right, no, 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 back to. No, no, no. Sorry, no, no. cut it out. Cut it out. Okay.
1: <sighs> no, you can leave it. It's fine. Yeah. You know I'm what? transparent. It and it also it also shows that there's nothing wrong with asking for help. How are you gonna get to? the goals that you want or what you need without asking for help I have no problem asking for fucking help
0: and I have a <laughs> problem with asking for help I don't like asking because I feel like I'm a bother to people and then if it's something I'm asking for help and I don't understand and I need more help I'm too embarrassed to ask for more help no
1: don't be embarrassed no ask ask for help ask for help look at where I am now ask for help girl I need it because you never know what can come from it and it also opens you up to more opportunities and more people right
0: one of my mentors, when I used to intern at Endoscope, um, Dave House, he, like, we've always kept in touch, and this was back, like, this is after I worked for Wendy, I interned for him, um, and he always gave me advice, and he was always helping me out, so he's seen my radio glow up from the beginning. He even came to one of my shows when I was on the radio with Do It All back in the day, on Streets 96. So now...
1: Hear all this stuff? Three hundred and ninety-six, date <laughs> what date house, and the Scope
0: Records, Oddie like, Williams, WBL. I've been and working. It's not
1: name dropping. It's just the simple fact that you've been a part of other people's goals and dreams. To elevate
0: them. Yeah. So now, allow people to do the same thing you. And that's why I'm realizing because he's been giving me advice and little gems now when I send him my podcast. And it was like, damn, I didn't even think about that. You've been telling me, um, even the girl who's doing my website, like, there were certain things that I didn't think about as far as advertising and everything like that. She was like, no, we couldn't do this so we could get you money. I was like, damn, I didn't even think about it. Like, she's coming up with ideas that I didn't even think of. She was thinking bigger for me than I was thinking for myself. And that's why I'm learning. Like I gotta stop that. You have to think bigger for yourself, to to push yourself, to motivate you, and to get to where you want to be. Just accomplish your your goals. Accomplish my goals, Like and, and for
1: you and yours, because you know the outside people will think that they know that your goals and dreams, mm-hmm. and they'll tell you what they think your success is. The fuck? <laughs> and you will be like, you don't even know what I what I've dreamt of.
0: <laughs> yeah shut up <laughs> yeah so i'm 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 happy to have my circle who knows what they want and what they're doing um I'm happy to have my friends and close friends to me that have dreams and goals and aspirations because we all will help each other out somehow. you know what I mean like it might not be in the same field or it could be in the same field like I'm so grateful to have you um. And show me the way because you've been in this industry for years, and I feel even though I've been doing radio for years, I haven't really
1: gone full throttle. Like right,
0: I like I like I can, and like I'm about to do now, or like I'm doing now. So I'm glad that you're here to help mentor me too. You know what I mean? And I want to be here to help you with whatever I can do because we both have a gift, and it's sharing it with the world. Like people need to see how dope we are, and inspire them to find their own happiness, which I saw a quote the other day and I was like, this is exactly what I was meant to do. I'm here to help people find their own happiness. Just by me living my life. I'm not even trying. Yeah, You know what I mean? Yeah, the travel
1: blog, vlogs that you have.
0: It's you fine. Know, and know, You're
1: telling people what good foods, and where to travel to, and all of that stuff. Like, and it, yeah. And uh, the your surgery.
0: Yeah, my gastric sleeve surgery, you know, too. And- I've had a lot of people, like... And it's funny, because some people that I spoke to before the surgery, they wouldn't tell people they had the surgery. They would just be like, oh, I worked out, blah, blah, blah. But they told me they had the surgery, right? So the fact that I'm so open about it, people are like, how can you just let people know? It's like, because people, like, people are going to go through it and feel like they're alone. You know what I mean? And I want to be able to let you know you're not alone. The feelings you're feeling, you didn't feel that alone. I felt the same shit too. Even though everyone has their own surgery path, like I want you to know that it's not easy. Even though you're going to hear certain shit from people and I had certain people tell me what to expect after my surgery too. So I want to do the same thing and pay it forward and even go even deeper into it with my whole mental. Like my mental was fucked up after my surgery but I didn't realize it was fucked up because I had to get fucked up. Orders to get better, I had right with my mental, my spirituality, my, my physical. physical like everything. I went through a whole change. Transmute. I'm not the same person Transmute. I was before. Yes, I transmuted. Yeah, is that I yeah. transmuted
1: You know, what I think what would be an enhancement to this lovely show
0: music. You don't think so? Don't I've that. been thinking, no, I've been thinking about it, but...
1: Just a little music bed.
0: You see how yeah. I struggle with... Yeah, you just need a, a, a
1: music bed so that we can, you know, people can, you can create a mood. A mood, for right. For people, yeah. So okay. if you're happy, you know, you got your happy instrumentals, though. Yeah. Right? Instrumental. And you know, you want the sexy
0: mode, like music going in the background. Just
1: okay. a low music bed.
0: That's a good idea. Yeah, and I, I,
1: keep people in a rhythm and a flow.
0: All yeah. right, so it would be through the whole show? You can stop it. You can do whatever you want. Because just, you know, give me a See, this is why I need my people. This is my tribe, y'all. This is my tribe. This is why I need my tribe. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's a good idea. Because I actually was recently started thinking about music. And, you know, you mentioned something, too, when you had your own radio show back in the day that you would listen to your show. I used to never listen to my show. Not only did I not listen to my show, but I would get drunk as fuck. <laughs> on my show because like I don't know why and I would be too embarrassed to listen. So when I finally decided to listen I was like ooh shit. <laughs> So now it's like, okay, now I got to listen and you improve. You might not want to hear it, but you it helps you improve because yourself. you
1: know what you want to watch. You know what you want to hear, what you listen to. You you And also with your friends and stuff like that, they know. You, you know what they are interested in because of what you guys talk about. Right. So it, it just, it would enhance the situation. And the thing about it is that you would research. Ooh, this is deja vu. I had a dream about this. Wow. You would research and look up other people like you should do that for yourself hmm like google myself like no 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 listen to your stuff Oh, oh okay back to when you first started You know, the things you used to write. Mm -hmm. Because you would would give somebody else that courtesy. You would give somebody else that grace. You would want to learn from someone else. But you are ever-changing, learning, shifting, just as the next person is, too. You can learn from yourself. That's true. You know? So, girl, research yourself. Look up yourself. Listen to yourself. Because... You know, why would you want to have radio and, and not want to hear
0: your voice? I know. Isn't that weird? Like, I hated my voice. Like That's a lot of <laughs> Even when I'm out with my friends and we're out having a good time, I'm the loudest person you'll hear in the video. And every time I hear, I'm like, yo, I hate my fucking voice. But I've been told so many times, like, you have a great radio voice. Like, your voice is good. And I'm like, uh, really? I hate my voice. But I just like to talk. I love my voice. As you should. I mean, I would love it if I was a voice, If I had voiceovers, I want to get into voiceover game too. I love. It. I think. I don't know. It. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. I want to get into it. I do. I just got to love my voice in order to do it. Mm-hmm. And that's it.
1: Or I mean, yes, that too. But you can also understand that it is like when you think about commercials, the voice is enticing. The voice makes the person want to like the consumer want to buy something. Right. Like, you know, you have to write down words and what the words can bring out or what the words can do. So it's just a matter of how you can manipulate, right, you know, bend different, differently and shape things.
0: True. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. It makes a lot of sense. <laughs> I got it. I got it, girl. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. You know, I I, so I recently I haven't posted the pictures or anything yet. I just had a show that I hosted on Saturday. It was called On Your Toes Dance Show, and the stage was freaking huge. And it, I had on these high heels. I don't even know how. I
0: mean, you always seem to wear high heels.
1: I do because I'm short, and when I go on the stage, <laughs> I command
0: attention. Right, right.
1: Without even saying anything. True. And that's I actually. Got that from performing in Ain't Supposed to Die, Natural Death with Melvin Van Peebles. Uh, Rest In Peace, he passed away in January, I think it was. He was the first black film director on Broadway. And it was an amazing experience. I didn't know that when we first started. And then when I started learning about the history, I was like, oh my God, wow. I'm gonna this like this man. I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna carry the torch, oh my God. Aww. So anyway, I, I, was, I was making a point. I didn't want to get emotional. I oh, don't do it. Uh, <laughs>
0: I was making a point. I'm my Damn. No, your point. Emotional. We What were we talking about before that? You said. Yeah, take a sip. That might I help you remember. remember. That'll help you remember, girl. No, no. No, you brought that up for a reason. I because did. what did I say? What did I just
1: I said, um, oh my god, it has something to do with the show, something happening after. I'll remember because it's important and it'll come back.
0: But you had a show on Saturday that you hosted and choreographed. Right, 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 right,
1: right. But I made a reference. Oh, oh, oh. Yes, I got it. it, Wearing the shoes and how to come into tension with your confidence without even speaking words. Hmm. So, and like I said, how can I? Being that I'm not going to be dancing hardcore on this specific show what because i thought oh i'm gonna wear these full shoes and as soon as i walk on stage,
0: they're like Whoa. yes your shoe game is tight though bro. i'm not gonna lie your shoe game is tight thanks
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That. no because i remember somebody said well, this is so stupid though <laughs> she was like the first thing i look at is i mean shoes and i was like what what do you mean i've
0: heard that before but
1: then i was like yeah i just just i just like to have nice shoes because you can wear something basic but if you have on nice shoes
0: it, it don't even matter right that's so true it even that's so true I was gonna walk I was gonna walk here and wear this dress with some ugly ass sneakers and I was just like no 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 you it's too sneakers. Co- no but it was I didn't think so I'm like people are gonna be looking no. at me like look okay. at her if you would have
1: had like a purple sneaker or a pink sneaker it would have yeah. been white or black No,
0: that's all I had. I just didn't want to walk outside because I was cold. So that's why I took a lift and wore my sandals because I'm like, I'm not going to walk out with black or white sneakers in this dress. Like, no. It's all in
1: how you do it. It's all because I I wore a leopard shirt and fatigue pants. I thought it looked so weird, but I was
0: like, no, it's cute. There's no no rules. rules. Not anymore. People wear polka dots and stripes now. Remember back in the day, they're like, you can't do that? Yeah, I don't either. But, you
1: know, it looks good. <laughs> but I know
0: I used to not match when I was a kid. And now it's acceptable to not be able to match. So, like... I just had bad makeup. Which is weird. Cause I'm aware of makeup lipstick makeup. But my, I, I don't know. Weird. At least you got to wear makeup. I wasn't allowed to wear makeup. <laughs> Shit. Even lipstick, I wasn't allowed. I'm like, mom, But
1: please. I went to... I went to performing arts high school. Mm-hmm. And everybody, like... All the wonderful
0: white girls,
1: they were wearing makeup, yeah. they had the straight hair and stuff, and I was kind
0: of like, okay, let me... Because, see, I thought I
1: was Spanish, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Netflix, Oh, God, me too,
0: girl. Oh, God, me Oh, dear. I'm
1: not doing red. I'm just go- trying. <laughs> I'm not try some rice and beans, some arroz con pollo.
0: Next I'm not like, arroz con pollo. You're,
1: you're Jamaican, and we're just...
0: Please. Stay in your lane.
1: <laughs> Stay
0: in your lane. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, they can't accept you. Like, what if you wanted to be Dominican at that day? Right. I was oh a my big, god. The big hip hop head and Jamaican music, and
1: that was it. DMX was my man.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah I, I, mean, like, it, what mean. I know, of yeah, course, yeah. obviously. You know, it's so bad that I, even now to this day, don't listen to African music. And really? Yeah, so I played, I was at my friend's house, who I love, and he doesn't love me back, but one day he'll be mine and he doesn't think it <laughs> So we were at his house, and he has this card game that's so fun, and it's like a music game where it says, like, for instance, it'll say... Tim's and Hoodies. What artists in the 90s? Something like that. So we were playing um, a game. So one of it said to play Afrobeats, right? I love
1: Afrobeats.
0: you would be so disappointed what happened. It was me and his two brothers that he was asking us. And so, when you get the, the song that you have in mind, you say you have it. Whoever has it first, they play the music, and then the judge judges all three people like which one's the best song that they chose, right? Me, I chose a Beyonce song from a Lion King album, right? His brother almost chose the same thing. He chose a different song. I mean, that's Afrobeats. It, it is Afrobeats, but I love it's fucking it. Beyonce. But then he was like, no. this." He, he was like, right. So he was like, no, you all fail." So he was like, oh, you got one more chance. Do you know his brother played the Lion King
1: song?
0: <laughs> We were like, yo, that's mad racist. Like, the Lion King has an Applebee's song. It was hilarious. I don't know why I brought that up. But that was a fun game, and I need it. It's called... Aux game Or Aux something So they have Hip Hop and R&B They have one for pop And they have one For country music Okay so another thing That
1: we can add to this show Is sponsors And you can promote Your friends uh, Products On yeah. the show Oh yeah So yes. uh, The card game Is
0: oh, oh, that's not your friends It's not my friends It's yeah. Amazon But maybe I can find them And be like Listen I played the game I love it I want to tell people About it on my podcast
1: Yeah that's why I should have bought The Mo Body Butter But
0: I can do that. That's right. You do have your... Duh. We're not talking about you. Let's talk about your mo' body pound. You got that. You got hair oil, beard oil. like So, mo' body butter. I, I've
1: i been making my own oils and butters. It's going on year 10
0: now. Damn.
1: But, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because when I started, it was just like a <laughs> amazing jar. A <laughs> little label slapped on it. But it was like the printing labels that you would... <laughs> You would use on regular envelopes. Oh, it's, it's all right, girl. It's
0: horrible. You got to start somewhere.
1: word of mouth. And once I sold like 300, I was like, I got something here.
0: <laughs> wow. 300?
1: Yeah. Just off of word of mouth.
0: Wow. That's how So I was kind of
1: like, so what are you going to do with this? But I, the, the reason why I created it was because I had psoriasis. And... Everything was breaking me out and stuff like that. So I just decided to do yeah. my body butter, And it wasn't an easy process because I had to learn sales. I had to learn... You know, when you are an entrepreneur, everybody says, "I want to be a boss. I'm a boss." But when you become a boss, it's about the consumer, mm-hmm. it's about the people, it's about what you can provide and how you can, you know, mm-hmm. help them. So it's not exactly just you, <laughs> right? the they can call the people, right? But um, it was interesting experimenting because you know there's a formula. You know, you can't just put the oils in the container and then sell it. Like, you know, I mean, a grid is something to do. Mm. But no, because if it sits in the sun, then you'll see separation. If you get a drop of water in it, then it can get mold. Okay. Like, there's, there's so many things that can go into it that I had to learn with trial and error, you know. And then I had to do a rebrand. Mm. And then when you get a, a I don't want to say a partner, when you get someone else that helps you. You gotta think about percentages, and that's when math comes in. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. So, be an entrepreneur is not for the weak.
0: It's not easy.
1: Like it's not for the weak, and I wouldn't, I wouldn't tease anyone or you know make anybody feel less than because it's work. It's
0: yeah, work. it's not Instagram's viral shit. It's, yeah, it's it works. actually takes work, and I can't even imagine. I remember I made my own body butter for myself, and I make my own hair oils just for myself and I'll be like alright oh, I gotta do this shit again you did 300 orders and more like ah, uh, I can't but even that, and that was like that was in the early stages. yeah, yeah I, I can't even I can't even man any uh, event that
1: I could do mm-hmm. I was doing it. any opportunity that I could just get my hands on and just be a part of I was in it
0: so you're still making the, the body butter yeah is for it? sure and you have a website and I everything?
1: just a giveaway, uh, for the show on Saturday oh mm-hmm. nice that's great yes mobodybutter.com check out mo and o body butter not butter because people think i'm black maybe <laughs> so, like i i'll be like no butter
0: like butter like
1: butter, <laughs> <like> butter. <laughs> yes <Yeah, so laughs> bodybutter.com all natural oils uh we have beard oil body butter body oils i am going to be introducing a lock oil and a
0: because a lot of people keep asking me how to it well my lock's I haven't really, I thought my oils was doing good, but they've been, look, there's been a lot of these.
1: A lot of people don't have locks that watch your show. Maybe they do, maybe they don't. Oh, they, they can't. The locks. See, <laughs>
0: right. But you see what I need. I need you to help me help me. Yeah,
1: this is about to break.
0: Yeah, and it has been a lot of those. Mine,
1: mine, I had to
0: that. You know. But anyway, Yeah. So anyway, <laughs> it's not easy growing locks either, guys. So don't think it's that easy.
1: I'm, I'm enjoying my interview with you. Do you have any more
0: me questions um, No, I just want you to promote everything you're doing. I'm going to post it on the YouTube page so they'll be able to see your Instagram, your websites, your uh, YouTube, everything.
1: Yes. Well, right now, one of the artists that I'm working with, her name is Mika L. Yes. Uh, check out her YouTube videos called No Smoke. Give us that, And we also have a new project that we're releasing June. With her It's a new song It's called You Know My Body I'm very excited about Ooh. that And she she's, a that. she's a 24 year old Haughty She is such a cutie pie yeah, She is I'm, I'm, I'm very proud You know I started performance Coaching her When she was 17 She's 24 now Wow So To To invest that much time In someone Is a lot too So I'm, I'm very proud of that So we have that project Coming out Um the, it's a sci fi film that I've been casting for called Fade, Ooh. that we're mostly doing distribution
0: for. Oh, I'm not count
1: Ooh. It.
0: Damn. Do I have to edit it?
1: No, it's fine.
0: <laughs> Just know <laughs> she a boss and Please. big.
1: It's with Lavaro Productions. I'm very, very excited about that. Season 2 of Mo Brown's Bodega has been in the works for like a lot of years, but I don't think people understood. When you, like, going through a case where an internet, uh, an internet, a network uh, allegedly uh, took your... Idea. Yeah. It was a lot. We We
0: can't put them on blast, can we?
1: You can. It's fine. I just, uh, you know, the lawyer said I can only say certain things, but it was (laughs) difficult going through. Yeah.
0: I'm looking at them side-eye, too. You told me who.
1: Yeah, so a network...
0: A whole ass network from one person. Yeah, that was stealing terrible. shit. You should be ashamed.
1: You know, Not ashamed. And, and it no. happened interesting too because it was, you know, one day someone said it was midnight and they were like, "Hey, have you checked your Instagram?" And I was like, "No, lot of stuff And they were like, "Yo, there's a show out called <laughs> Mo Beta Bodega, and your show is Mo Brown Bodega." So I'm like. What you mean? And when I look, I have all a slew of messages of everybody saying this show was stolen.
0: Wow, you, it
1: was devastating.
0: But- That's it. That would be like you—you you created a whole show, and a big-ass network took your show and just changed the name, like tweaked it a little tiny bit. Like they didn't even try to cover it up.
1: Man, I was so disregarded. That's fucked up. I was so disregarded. And I think that's what hurt me too—just being so disregarded and disrespected, and not. Uh, yeah, everybody wants acknowledgement. Mm, we get that, but it was just how it was done, and it's allegedly someone that was on TV.
0: Wow, your so, own blood, sweat, and tears.
1: And I think that's what hurt. But I, I had my producing partner, Lavar, was like, "Keep going, and just, just keep going." And so I did a fundraiser, and people donated, and we finished season two. Okay. And so now it looks really good. Yay! And I don't. we don't have the release date yet because, you know, when you're dealing with the networks, you have to, you know, you got to be very careful because they ask you questions like, has, has this been released before? Mm. You know, and if things are released before, then some people don't want it.
0: Wait, so you're trying to put it on a network? <laughs> like Wait, you said network, not YouTube.
1: Okay,
0: ah, I need to be in an episode. I need to be in an episode. I took acting classes before, I was a theater major. Okay, for one semester, <laughs> well, that, that counts. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh wow, yes, please, that's awesome. See, I told you my friends are so dope. Get you some friends who are dope, too. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't have to be an entertainment, but they could just be dope in whatever craft they are and inspire you to be doper, too. Like, this is what all my friends... This is why people close to me, they got their shit together. Other people, I'm letting them go out of my life because they don't need to be here. If they're not bringing nothing to my table, <laughs> I don't need you. <laughs> and I'm learning this the hard way. There's a few people I had to let go recently. But whatever. That's I'm life. and <laughs> just... That it's important because it will drain you and you won't have to. Right. There's a a lot of energy vampires, and I've been dealing with that my whole life. And it's just now that I'm realizing that I was allowing these people to suck my energy out of me. Yeah,
1: they suck me dry.
0: They do. They love being around you because you make them feel so good or so special. You make them feel whatever. But once they get that feeling, it's like they don't need you no more. And I'm done with being that type of person. Like, you're not just going to use me and throw me away. (laughs) (laughs) no siree no you not I got feelings Yeah. (laughs) so there
1: there is two questions that you want to ask out of anything and everything I'm being open you can catch me that long moment oh cause I'm closing I don't. I don't have myself open like that anymore.
0: So you said I have. I can ask you two questions. Yeah. Any type. Yeah. They can be personal. They can be you
1: know. Don't do my stupid enough. We'll say three to make it even. Three. It can be anything. Okay. Two.
0: Two. I, think. I don't. <laughs> Damn, you put me on the spot of my own show. <laughs> All right. Mhm. The first thing came is sexual though. Like I don't know if I'm. <laughs>
1: it's <laughs> you hot. <are> <laughs>
0: I don't know why it's like sexual. My last guest, we talked about threesomes, which is coming out tomorrow. And so that's what's on my mind, threesomes
1: well you did experience the ayahuasca and opening up of your soul and the things that you desire and want and so of course you want to and, and when you come into yourself you got a new body and everything you end up Y'all feeling sexy. You're feel sexy you know I mean I've never had a threesome because i am ready to kill mom for their shit. <laughs> excuse my language
0: never don't no. knock it till you try
1: <laughs> I've had all types of
0: threesomes and let me tell you when I say all types, use your imagination. Like, there's only three types of threesomes you can have, really.
1: You know, so that means you like pleasure. That means that you like being pleased.
0: And having yeah. fun. So, do you like being the pleaser? Yeah, sometimes. See? <laughs> I can be a little selfish though. I ain't gonna lie. I ain't gonna lie. But if I'm having a good time and everyone's like, if we... I No, I don't mind pleasing. I also think that
1: I've never... Went into it hardcore because I did have well not to switch it to be all serious and stuff, but <laughs> I I always had like um what do you say uterine issues when I was oh young. okay so I would like have my cycle for like nine days and I was I like remember. twelve
0: I remember and remember you I remember you used to have issues with your period like you had heavy periods early. Because I don't even... No, I think I was 12 when I got mine. I remember you used to have issues with your period.
1: Um. Yeah, that makes me emotional because uh, whenever I talk about it or bring it up, you know, I, like I had a guy who was like... We were in we were 14. And when I first had the fibroid issue, he was like, Yeah, when we were in school, you used to be vomiting so hard and the bathroom yeah. for pain. And I, yo, it's not that I blocked it out. But when you go through it for so long, you kind of like what? Yeah. So as you're saying that, I'm like, wow. And, and, and because of that, my whole sex life changed. So it never made me want to have threesomes, and, and also feeling like because I was in pain, I don't have the, I didn't have the right tools to be a pleaser to someone. Got it. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So, when you go through that much, you just think, well, mm-hmm. I can't really please the person as much as they need, so mm-hmm. I'm just trying to be by myself. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not, you know, but, um, yeah, that's interesting. So, I think it did wow. make me want to do that. But, you know, now that I am improving and I'm getting, I say, more sexual, i <laughs> I do feel like that I, you have to be very careful about who you're having said that. Yeah. These guys will, will pump their traumas in your vagina and your urine, mm-hmm. in your stomach in your belly in your body and you try to feel, like, oh, you feel so crazy but I'm missing oh! yeah. <laughs> you know, all you all that in you.
0: Yeah. It's a it's now that I'm getting older, I'm realizing how important or special sex is like not to sound like a prude or cornball no. but it's like you all these energies that you're splitting with people you don't know what type of lifestyle they have or what they've been through. and you know when I was in college, <laughs> honey I lived okay when I was in college, let's just say my numbers went up and I was always feeling you I was a, <laughs> my dad yes. You had every right to be mad and take me out of college. You knew your daughter before I did. Because y'all had me on lockdown when I was growing up. So when I was free, I was fucking free, okay? (laughs) (laughs) So it was just like now it's like I was wondering why I always felt like crazy after dealing with somebody you know, after a little bit of time. Now it's like I'm keeping it more sacred. You know what I mean? Like I'm not trying to just sex anybody, like it's even not sad to say, but sometimes it's like I might go back to someone just so I don't cuz I already know them, like I don't want to add on to my Oh life. no. Just- That's terrible. I know. Yeah, I no. But now it's even it's even to the point where if I have one partner for the year, I'm fine. Like, you know, like okay. Back then, I shh, God, there's
1: so many people that would love to be in the studio space,
0: that would love to have them. Every Tuesday, yes. Do they want to contribute to the fee? No. <laughs> you're going to work for free, but you can pay, too. <laughs> no. Let no, me no. Stop. <laughs> My dumbass probably would have did that back <laughs> in the day. You know how many times I did shit for free back in the day? Yeah. And been on radio stations and had parties for that radio station and had to pay to get, like... So you're telling me I can't go for free and I'm a, a host on your radio station?
1: Yeah. You know, that...
0: Oh, I can't
1: talk to I've done voiceovers for really... Big concerts and festivals, and they only pay like $175. Mm. My, my rate doesn't even start at $175, but I still get it because, you know. The you
0: were, right. It's about the opportunity. That's like me working with Wendy. I would babysit for the whole weekend, and she would pay me eighty dollars. And I'm like, I'm just good. to here. be in trouble. Uh-uh, something, 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 no, I could tell you. Not say nothing bad about her. I'm not saying nothing bad. I'm just talking yeah, about how she treated me. People and people take clips like it may not be. Now, oh, true. And add it and, and, it and, it and, and flip
1: place. it.
0: And be like, my said, shit I say, no, I didn't say shit. <laughs> <talking> <laughs> I am like, you the one. Fuck you, Wendy. go <laughs> no, 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 no. No, no no no. You sour or no. You, sour. Sour. you a sour page? I used to be you a sour I used to cry about this no shit, and now I patch. used to... Oh. Well, I mean I get it. I used, I used to cry, me. but now I like to talk about it. So it's not like I'm offended anymore or anything. I feel like Yeah. It happened for a reason, so I guess it's to talk it's a conversation starter. I should try well, to get Well from this
1: me. you should definitely not be afraid to ask for help. Because there are people out there that would love to help you. You're in a beautiful studio space. You have lots to talk about. You know, you're vibrant. You're energetic. Thank you. And I wish this show a lot of abundance. Thank you. And success.
0: I love you, girl. Thank you so much. And I wish the same for you. You've already been on your thing. Your shit. And I know you're just going to keep going and keep growing and keep glowing and... I just see the changes between both of us, like, from our tweens to our... What you
1: see, girl? What you see? Oh,
0: this one, this this is not for the show, though.
1: Oh, maybe you can. Yeah,
0: this could be the after, the after. Like, I just see you, you always been someone to go hard in what you believe in anyway. So, I see that, but I just see you being more confident in it and just, like, nothing is going to stop you. Nothing can stop you
1: not at this point because I
0: feel like you've been through too much to be stopped
1: yeah and when you like when I was
0: oh I know I don't want to bring this up already my, my friend probably like
1: okay but stop talking about it <laughs> but I, it was such a life changing moment when I was like hemorrhaging and having mm-hmm. clots because I was like okay so if you die right now what would you feel proud that you left the world with and I don't mean proud as in like, just the idea of success. But, like, do you feel peaceful enough inside of your heart that you've done everything that you could do mm-hmm. uh, from the inside and what you give out? You know? I was having those those real talks with myself. Yeah. You know? And I made a decision that I was going to just go hard and live as happy as I can. And that's that. Because even... You could be... You could be a millionaire and be unhappy. Yeah. And, and I say that because something so small as, say you need $500 for your shoot, And you get the $500 and then you're not happy. But you got the money to finish your shoe. And you're like, oh, shoot, I might be sad about something else. Mm-hmm. I thought that that thing was going to make me happy. And no, that's not it. So I made a decision that I was going to do the things that I wanted to do
0: and and that's it good and be more healthy and get your rest in when you need it yeah, and that's right. don't be trying to rest. overdo yourself
1: like, yo the t- the i used to say i sleep when i die Until I almost died, I was like, oh, you know what, girl, I think I'm
0: sorry. Right. (laughs) I gave you the wrong info. I'm never going to say
1: that again. I'm never going to say that again. Mm -mm. So rest is just as important as the active
0: in your life.
1: Because if you don't rest, you're not rejuvenated. You don't have energy. You're mumbling and stumbling. You can't think straight. And eat.
0: Make sure you take care of yourself. If you can't take care of yourself, you can't take care of anybody else. So make sure you take care of yourself and... You know, get your rest when you need it. And, I mean, of course, work hard in your goals and what you want to do. But this is why you need a tribe to help. Like she said, I shouldn't be afraid to ask for help. You shouldn't be afraid to ask for help. And go for your dreams and take rest when you need it. This is what we're here to tell you. We're here to teach you things and help you and inspire you and make you happy. And Mo Brown Sugar. I'm so happy you came to my show. Thank you so much. It was an honor having you. Thank this you was a great conversation. And I'm looking forward to the next time you're on my show.
1: Yes. No brown sugar. Check me out. I'm on Instagram. I'm on Facebook. I'm on Reddit. I'm on YouTube. I'm oh. on. What else? <laughs> Damn. Real <DM class. laughs> fun. I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm trying try to do the TikTok thing. Like that shit is fair with me. I, I feel like you know when you work really, really hard, then people just want. Like during the pandemic, you're like, why are you not doing funny videos? I'm like, because I... <laughs> that ain't nothing funny, <laughs> <laughs> bitch.
0: No. That's what I wanted to say too. You
1: know, like what the fuck you talking about? Like nah, yeah, I worked dumb hard. Like I'm not about to exert all of my energy for dollars ninety nine. Like what right, is happening. Yeah. And I'm not saying that. Oh my god, you got any... But when you like listen I, when you talk with people that have like their PhD right my mom was like oh you gonna go back to school to get your master's, get your PhD and I was like I just came up to tour something right so if I go back to school it's gonna be something completely different I mean I'm not saying i that's true if I do it will probably be for psychology or
0: something. right <laughs> I ain't never going back so I had three credits I was supposed to do in 2007 and no, I still never went back
1: no do it let me tell you something <laughs> She turned her head mad I mean, mad. You got extra? You got extra? <laughs> yeah, I got time. Okay, so you,
0: Well, like, we don't have time though. But I know. I thought they said seven years, and then you have to take more credits or something like that. So that's what, another reason why I didn't go back. So I'm like, so I'm about a
1: really great friend of mine. Her name is Tia, and she started school, you know, many months ago. And she, you know, she took a, like a 17 year break. And she made a decision to leave her job and go back to school. And she wow. just graduated. Wow. Congratulations, Tia. I know. It's been like after, you know, a lot of time. And
0: Did you feel? She shot.
1: I'm so freaking proud. Like, you know what it takes to have to go back? Ugh,
0: I don't even know because I'm not going back. Like, congratulations to you. I just can't. I don't want to ever walk Steps into a college again. Like, and my father, it's always been an ongoing joke with my family, like, oh, well, you didn't finish college. Uh, well, thank you so much for coming on my show. Yes. I'm so happy you're here, and I, you're definitely welcome back again, for sure. For yeah. sure. Mm-hmm. And um, I'll put all your credentials throughout the show so everyone can contact yes. you. Get
1: sugarproductions.com, mobrownsugar.com. Go check out everything. Check it out. Instagram, mobrownsugar. Mo YouTube.
0: Brown Sugar. YouTube um, oh, Mo yeah, you can just. Mo Brown Sugar. Google.
1: Google M- M-O Brown S-U-G-A.
0: Yes. Oh, so now you want to say sugar, but you didn't want to say butter. <laughs> butter. Yes.
1: But sugar. Because I feel like it's sweet. But, but the thing is, I've had no Brown Sugar since I was a little girl. My grandmother used to say, sugar, more Brown Sugar. I said, oh, shit. My grandmother called me that. <laughs> That's my name.
0: That's the name right
1: there. And I also felt like I was... You know, I'm sweet, I brought the energy, that's what sugar does. And so the name fits.
0: It's, it's good. I and more Mo
1: Brown is mine. Like people like, what's the real last name? I'm like Brown, stupid.
0: Dum <laughs> dum. So, right. You
1: know
0: the I mean? brown? <laughs> I always wonder what rimshot was. Okay, all this time I could have been hitting that button. This is why I need an intern. Alright, y'all, so we are out of here. Thank you so much for tuning in to my lovely lunatic Leo Life podcast. Not only am I on YouTube, but you can catch the audio version on Apple, Pandora, Spotify, iHeartRadio. So many other ones. Just (laughs) my Lovely Lunatic Leo Life Podcast. That's all you gotta do. Thank you for tuning in, y'all, and we are out. Don't ask questions and conversate. I like to say, conversate, all right? Oh my god, you're doing radio. You're you're a leader now. I know, right? Oh my god, I've been hearing be doing that. that same shit. I've been hearing that.
1: People are following
0: me now. Girl. Follow? Follow? Aww. This is good. You. Thank you. i you too.
1: Yeah, so. This is, is Adrienne's show. Let me tell you something. She's been wanting to do radio since we were two. <laughs> <laughs> what? Lies.